0: back to another episode of We're Watching Star Trek, the original series. As always, I am Brandon, and we are here again with Paul.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, people? Apparently, you know, I had microphone issues for a long time, but uh, Brandon came over and uh, gave me the good good, so hopefully my voice is nice and uh, deep and sexy for you people out there, you know? You hear me? Star <laughs>
2: Trek, uh,
0: let's do it. <laughs> All right, Dan, <laughs> is your voice nice and deep and sexy as well today? <laughs>
2: Absolutely not. I can't top Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul's the ladies' man. Yeah, we, uh, we're we going to use our nice and deep and sexy voices to talk about uh, yes. season one, episode 27, The Alternative Factor. The original air date for this was March 29th, 1967. And we have, what, like two episodes left after this one? And we are going to be done with this series or this uh-huh. season. Sorry, not with the man. series.
1: Hey, I'm excited. We're getting there. Slowly but sure. it's been a grind. But honestly, I've enjoyed it a lot, so I can't really complain.
0: Yeah. Um, so the episode starts, uh, as a lot of them do, on the bridge of the Enterprise. And some people are just doing stuff. And uh, Kirk and Spock, uh, or Kirk asks Spock about the planet that he, that Spock is scanning. And basically, the planet's pretty boring, Spock says. Like, there's not a whole lot of shit going on. And and so Kirk wants a a cartographic scan. And he uh, tells uh, Mister Leslie, who is at the helm, that about four more orbits should be enough for them to get their scans, and then they're going to lay in a, a course for Starbase Two Hundred. So, man, they have a shit ton of star bases. Uh, I got an
1: issue here. Uh, where's my boy Sulu at, man? Uh, we got, yeah, we got, we got two. In the day in off. The, we got two in, him in the front. Uh, where's Silo? I'm not understanding. We have issues here.
0: Yep, he's got the day off. Uh, Scotty has the day off. Janice yep. is fucking dead. Apparently, <laughs> she's just gone forever. <laughs> I told you, man.
1: She got pre- she got pregnant, man. She off for while, man. She got popping kids out. Something.
0: I really want more of that guy that we saw when Spock was in charge. of Boma.
1: I want oh, that yeah. dude. Oh back. yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good actor.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. They're just cruising along doing their thing, and then suddenly the ship starts to shake, and the, the, we get a, this really weird, uh, overlaid image of like some stars and a nebula, and that that shows up on the screen, and um. At first, I thought it was a heart. I was like, what the fuck is this? But it's not a heart. It's like a nebula.
1: I want to clarify the words I wrote down about that. I'm looking at my notes exactly what I said. I put, what trash CGI? What in the hell happened? What were they thinking? (laughs) Because this, for a show this incredibly awesome, this was the worst ever. And by ever, I mean ever, 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 ever. Ever thing I ever saw CGY CGY wise in this show, it was oh my god, it's bad, it's bad. I mean, let's clarify it. It's bad, man. It looks terrible. I don't. Yeah,
2: even for like sixties standards,
0: I don't yeah. think it was that great.
1: Even those. It,
2: it Every time it happened, it took me back to the uh, cartoon, the Super Friends. Like, meanwhile, at the <laughs> Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was that. That was really bad. Like, I don't get it because later on, I'm going to compliment the how cool something else was. And
0: that was just, I don't, maybe it's just me being me. I don't know. I'm just saying, I personally, I just but don't this think. This whole episode felt like it was something they filmed at the beginning of the series. Like it felt really low, L- budget, low budget compared to what we've hit recently. It did. Yeah. I uh, don't know if it was another one of those out of order things or yeah. like what the deal was. Maybe they ran out of money from the
2: past episode. <laughs> <everybody was laughs> just, just blew the, the, the budget. Budget. <laughs> nice it blew a whole budget. It. Just lure you in.
1: Lure you in with those expensive episodes. Like, yeah, we'll put a traction at the end. That way, you know. That way, they don't That's feel That's so why bad about
0: Janice it. is gone. She just wanted too much money, yeah. and they couldn't pay her anymore. They couldn't afford it no more. Yeah, they,
1: they booted her. Next, I want two dollars per episode. Yeah. Like two dollars per episode. How dare you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fire her now. A, a woman in the seventies. Like get out of here. Two dollars? No way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So they. Uh, yeah, they shake around, and uh, we get that weird image, and then Kirk asks Spock what happens because he's supposed to fucking know everything, and. Uh, Spurk, S- yes. Good old Spirk. Uh, Spock explains that twice now, the entire magnetic field in the solar system has just simply blinked. And he says that the planet below them obtained zero gravity. And uh, Spock says that what he's talking about, basically, is that non-existence happened twice there. Now, hold up. If the planet
2: experienced zero gravity, wouldn't it logically rip itself apart with no gravity holding it together?
0: And don't come to this science fiction with your science. We're here only for the fiction part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: okay, sorry. I, I
1: will. Cl- I, I will balance that with maybe that what the images, all that imagery was when that terrible CGI was the idea of them splitting, not existing for a minute. I don't know. I, I, it's very this. This episode is like I like this episode a lot, by the way. But I want to. Cl- uh, a lot of the the big it's big uh, scientific ideas I didn't comprehend really and understand. I just accepted them as they as yeah. they were and called it. But a day. if
0: if it was a quick blink, though, that wouldn't destabilize the entire thing, would it? If it's like a quick millisecond blink of zero gravity, it's not like it was zero gravity for minutes at a time.
2: I'm that's not sure. True. I'm not
0: sure. I'm not sure at all. It
2: would just seem like you know, like your atoms would all fly apart like instantly in that millisecond, but maybe not.
0: Well, I mean, there's zero gravity in space, and they don't fly apart. Mm. Oh, no, that's
2: true. I, I was kind of thinking like like the the galaxy. Uh, was experiencing okay. like just uh, mass a, a destabilization. Yeah, that's how I took it. Okay,
1: I didn't really understand exactly what all the science behind it. Be honest, with that's me. okay. Neither did I. I. I, didn't, I didn't understand a lot of it, but I just kind of just I kind of just roll with it.
2: Well, the, the reason I thought that, and the, when we get later into the episode, obviously they explain you know the big reveal about two universes dying. That's kind of what made me jump to that conclusion. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So. uh Uhura interrupts with a, a standard general alert signal from Starfleet Command, and uh, Kirk then puts the whole crew on alert, and Spock reports that he's found a new life object on the planet's surface, and he says that it's apparently a human. So Kirk wants to know if the being there could present danger to the ship, and Spock says, yeah, that's very possible, but I mean, it's maybe, very possible. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, everything <laughs>
2: does, you know, in this shell. Yeah,
0: C- could be yes, could be no, 50-50, you know? <laughs> it didn't really help out we- at all. <laughs>
1: I think what's more shocking here is the fact that he, like, ordered a security team right after that to come down to Earth with him. Like, immediately, a bunch of knucklehead security teams that are useless, he wants them with them again. <laughs> that is, yeah. I don't understand why. That's
0: exactly my note, is that Kirk tells Uhura to notify security to have an armed attachment of men ready to beam down, and then he heads to the transporter room, and why the fuck is he bringing security? Like, is he, maybe yeah, he just an wants them for the conversation, you know?
1: It's funny because, like, it's been a long time since security has been down with them that often. So now I'm noticing it less and less like, like he knows better. Yeah. Like well, he, I'm sure like the he security the guards audience. weren't
2: happy. They're like, oh, great. One of us isn't coming back today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's it going to be?
1: <laughs> oh, man, Ralph. I can't believe he's gone. He's <laughs> probably you, you more, more like, a Deadpool, that guy. Uh, yeah, and they, and they got a Deadpool on the Enterprise. Yeah, they got a <laughs> Deadpool. Bro, I was thinking about that. They got
0: Deadpool, what you guys going to die next? And they'll be, we'll be betting money down.
1: Like, oh my God, it's Ralph. Like, who Who had Ralph? I had Ralph. I had Ralph.
0: You think Yeah. You think that's a big insult? Like, they get in an argument and it's like, yeah, why don't you go fuck yourself? Like, yeah, well, I hope you have to go to a planet with Kirk soon, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're
2: like, that that's uncalled terrible. for.
1: <laughs> People are like, whoa, <laughs> is too though.
0: far. Too fucking far. Oh,
1: yeah, they go too far, man. Like, oh, man,
0: that's messed up, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on you or your kids. <laughs> 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 so we oh. so we get the show's opening and then they do beam down to the planet while Kirk is giving a captain's log, just explaining the situation. And uh, Kirk and Spock and four security guards are down there and they're looking for the mysterious being and they find a small ship and they go to investigate the ship and a guy just starts yelling you know, it's at like them the from up on a rock. Ship. Yeah, it, it does look a lot like a Jetson ship. Yeah. So like. I guess that was pretty common. Because when when did the Jetsons air? Was it the sixties or was it the seventies? Oh man, I'm not sure. Right I'm around sorry.
2: that time, I'd imagine. Well,
1: well, I got my I got my phone out, so I'll look it up as I'm sitting here yeah, talking. I hate the and, Jetsons uh,
0: anyway. I've always hated that show.
1: Um, <laughs> I didn't mind the Jetsons the
0: uh, Flintstones better than Jetsons. No, actually, I hate the Flintstones as well. All of those old, all oh, old cartoons I hater. hate. Oh
1: my gosh. Oh man. See, no, you can't hate both. That's just that's blasphemy. You gotta like one. I the hate other.
0: all old cartoons. Up uh, 1962. 62. Wow. So yeah, they like ripped this straight from the Jetsons. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I also put a note about that too. How much it looked like one of old school style UFO, uh UFOs they used to have uh, the idea they thought UFOs looked like.
0: They probably also thought that that was gonna be like a car soon too. Cause like if you've seen old like, uh, oh, like they, the future, yeah, they're yeah, this is the car of tomorrow, and it looks like that ship.
2: Yeah, they they've been promised flying cars forever. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, still, what sixty years later, it's 60, 60 years later. There's still no flying cars. You know. Yeah. There's there's uh, cars still don't run on gasoline. I mean, there's other ways too, but like. Still gasoline, still oil. Like it's been sixty years, and technology hasn't progressed as far as they thought it would in the um in the in TV shows and on all types of TV shows. That's been interesting in a way, you know. Right.
2: Well, hell, a few episodes ago, they said that we broke space travel. What in uh twenty eighteen? Yeah, something like that. Or during the uh the one was con. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Speed of light. Yeah yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, so they're investigating this ship, That's and the then, point. like, a guy just starts yelling to them from high up on a rock and saying that he needs help, and then he just, like, faints and falls down the rocks, and uh, Kirk and everybody <laughs> else, they, they run over to help him out. So we go to a little bit later on the Enterprise, and uh, there's an engineer. I, I did not – I think I got her name later, and I, I didn't think she was going to, like, keep showing up in this episode, so I didn't take down her name now. But uh, she explains that their dilithium crystals are drained from the phenomenon that was happening and that it, it could bring them trouble. And Kirk's like, well, we're in pretty big trouble because without those crystals, we're going to lose power. And they said that their orbit will begin to, to decay in about 10 hours. I'm mean, like, yay, another race against time because we don't see this every fucking episode. And then again, though, they Which just they don't mention it again. After
2: that,
1: though, at least. Yeah. Well, yeah, honestly, because um, they didn't need that. Right, yeah, and they didn't eat they, they've at done all. that the last couple so things, where like they, they do on, a race against time, no and then they never
0: talk about it again. So, I mean, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I don't want that to always be the the big bad is it's time. Yeah.
1: No matter what, though, it's kind of it's it's the small bad all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: it's in there all the all the time, honestly. So it's just kind of a yeah. waste, I think. Right at this point,
2: is Father Time the the big bad of the overall <laughs> of every uh, every universe then Yeah, of,
1: <laughs> of, of, of all <laughs> movies <laughs> and TV shows. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> I think Father Time is the the big enemy of life, (laughs) and now I think about it. But uh,
0: I'm I'm fighting Father Time every day. I'm getting old.
1: (laughs) I understand that, actually.
0: So Spock, uh, he reports that nothing else has happened on the scanners, so I don't know why he reported anything at all. But he did find out that the effect, whatever it was, was strongest on the planet nearest them. And then Uhura gets a call from uh, Starfleet Command for Code Factor 1, and Kirk announces that the to the crew that it's an invasion status and that they have to report to their battle station. So basically they're treating this whole phenomenon as an invasion because they think that one is coming after them. So McCoy calls Kirk and uh, he's like, Hey, our crazy dude here, he's gonna be alright. And then that's that's really all he has to say.
1: And then then it takes off, they like, quit.
0: Yeah. So uh, Kirk then gets a message from well, he takes a video call, like a video conference. And it's a there's a Starfleet Commodore that tells him that the effect that they experienced happened in every quadrant of the galaxy, and the Commodore wants to know what Kirk thinks. And Kirk also believes that it's a prelude to an invasion. So the Commodore places Kirk in charge of finding out what's going on. And no, 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 see, no.
1: see, see, place Kirk in charge sounds like like he's just like, oh yeah, you're in charge. No, no, no. First of all, he says, hey, you're screwed. Yeah, you're there. You're there by yourself. <laughs> You ain't getting no backup, and it's only you. And we have no idea what's going on out there. Have fun.
2: Like these, these Commodores are jerks, from the man. Federation.
0: Yeah, he told Kirk that he evacuated the rest of Starfleet in the area, and so Kirk's just like, "Are we just yeah. the bait then?" And he doesn't even answer. He just says, "Good luck." <laughs> like, have fun yeah, fun. yeah. I'm saying it's like dude, these guys are. J- these Commodores are jerks, man. Do you think these? Cow- like, obviously, everybody holds Kirk and the Enterprise in high regard, but. Maybe the Starfleet is just willing to lose them because maybe they're, like, the shitty ones. Like, maybe everybody else is going out having better <laughs> adventures and doing better stuff. And, like, we just happen oh. to be following, like, the worst one. The, the worst team? Yeah. That's
1: why everybody keeps dying, huh? Yeah. They're, they're actually, the worst. we think they're the best, but they're actually the worst.
0: Yeah. I can. That's uh... why the like, Starfleet's willing to lose them. They're just hoping that they die. Th- that's funny. That's funny. They're like, we put our best men on the job. Like, wink, wink. <laughs> So they hang up their conver- from their conversation, and Kirk has a, just a quick talk with Spock about what's going on, and Kirk decides to go to talk to the guy from the planet that they rescued. So a little bit later, uh, the mysterious man is explaining to Kirk that he was chasing somebody, and that that's how he ended up down on that planet. And he says that the thing he's been chasing has destroyed his entire civilization. So Kirk asks him, he's like, hey, what about all that crazy shit that happened? And uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah. It was just it was me chasing him that caused that, and uh, he asked Kirk. That's one hell of a chase. Yeah, and Kirk asked him to help, or actually, he asked Kirk to help on his holy cause to destroy the creature, and and Kirk is like, ah, uh, you know, I think I'm just gonna go back to the planet and uh, and and check shit out for myself.
1: Well, Kirk learns to be a little bit more cautious now, taking people out their word. So you know, he just wants. I understand what you're saying, but let me go ahead and check it out for myself. You know.
2: I just want to know. Well, that beard I, I, made him I, I, look pretty shady. I'd have questioned him too.
1: Yeah. I th- I wrote a note about that beard. I put uh Yeah, what the fuck? beard style uh, what yes, literally. I was like, I don't understand if that's a real beard or not. There's no way. And then there's a moment um there's a moment a little bit later I'm going to have us look at look at is he missing his beard?
0: Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice anything like
1: that. Like yeah, yeah. So like the the other half of him the, you know, the final later. like, yeah. I swear there's a point where I see no beard. I'm like, yo, is he missing it? And there's a whole scene where he doesn't have a beard on. Maybe I'm tripping <laughs> out. But, but but I noticed that. I was like, no, no. And I let it go. And I was like, well, I don't want to start it over again. But later on, I'm going to see this later and see if I'm tripping out. Right. I swear his beard's missing.
0: Huh. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I just thought that maybe Kirk was like, as soon as he mentions his holy cause, Kirk is like, all right, it's one of those. We're done. I'm just, I'm going to go do my own thing now. (laughs) (laughs) One of those crazy religious guys. They got (laughs) to (laughs) go. That's funny. So uh, we go back down to the planet and Spock is investigating the little ship and uh, Kirk and uh, Crazy Man show up. I don't know why the fuck he brought him with him, but... Kirk explains the guy's story to Spock and Spock says that their sensors don't show any other people on the planet and that he thinks that Kirk has been lied to. And uh crazy man here is like, he asks why Kirk believes Spock because Kirk's like, yeah, you know, I think you might be right here, uh, Spock. And And Spock just says that uh, he simply has made the logical deduction that the man is a liar. <laughs> it's just like, goddamn. damn. Sucks. Like when you, when you call people liars and shit, man, you really just go all into that. Like just outright call him a liar. Yeah. Like he said it. it is the, it's the way he said it. Yeah.
1: Well, he said like, um, I know what you're saying, but yeah. dude, like my that- facts
0: say you're a liar.
1: Yeah, like, not even like, like I think right maybe something face, else bro? is going like,
0: on. Like, maybe you're mistaken. But he's like, no, you're, yeah. you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <You're-> <laughs> yeah,
1: like, maybe you don't have all the facts, sir. Like, <laughs> right. take a minute. Like, no. Nah, um, yeah, you're, you're a lying, lying
0: piece of shit.
1: Yeah, immediately in front <laughs> of everybody. In front of your mom, your dad, your girl. Like, I know you're lying. I can see the drama now. You know, Spock would be really cool to be around, you know, in real life. I think uh, he'd be He cool would to fucking have a call you out on everything, idiot, you know, thing. Like, every little thing. I know. It would, it would be amazing. It would be an amazing friendship. It's like I do now to call but, but all like of friends. You couldn't even anything.
0: like slightly embellish what? anything because he's going to go, well, you know, I've done the calculations and logically like, dude, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. yeah. That's bullshit. Nah, he should he, He's He'd be good wing, wingman for you. You know, spot, he got you. <laughs> Just don't put him in charge of anything because then he wants to maroon your no, ass No, no, Scotty's your wingman. <laughs> so, uh, so Kirk asked the guy for the truth, but, uh, then the, the crazy effect happens again and, uh, the guy who we now learn is called Lazarus. Of course he is. He looks like a fucking Lazarus, <laughs> but he Lazarus runs away, and uh, he's running through this uh, desert-like planet. And then the, that crazy effect with the nebula thing keeps happening. It sounds like a lightning kind of noise, and uh, he hears a voice yelling at him that says, "says that you know it'll chase him through all the fires of hell." And then suddenly, Lazarus finds himself under physical attack when we get... And I swear to God, Paul, if this is the effect that you say that you like... Yes, it is. I'm coming to your fucking house. I swear to God, I love this step effect, on your toes. bro. This is my favorite effect of,
1: of probably of this show so far. And you know why? No. I swear to you why right now. Because it is out of nowhere, and it is so a, a, such a cool way to depict the fight that I've never seen before. And that's why I liked it. I've seen thousands of movies, okay? tens of thousands of movies. I'm a movie junkie. And never in a history have I thought somebody have the, the you know, audacity to put this ridiculous CGI thing on something. I love it's it. A, I think it's, it's a fucking
0: old. negative filter that's just spinning in a goddamn it's circle. circle. It's I know terrible. that, but nobody
2: does this though, dude. Nobody, and that's the thing about it. I was just about to say, it reminded me uh, of the Spider-Man game, fight with Mister Negative. Yeah, yeah because
0: it's a
1: negative filter. I Everything like light it. became dark. Everything I, dark became I like light. It so much, dude! You have no idea. I thought all oh, that's so cool
2: to me because I've never. Liked. Oh, I thought it looked cheesy. I am with Brandon on well, this I, one. Well, I, I,
0: fucking hated it. No, no, no.
1: Chee. I, I think, of course, I think it's cheesy. I just like it though. I think it's cheesy as hell. But I just like it because I've never seen it before. That's why I like it.
2: I mean, I liked it better than their betrayal of like the universe shaking. That was yeah. really and, bad and, and, and
1: the second part about it is got, I I just think this one was You gotta remember this is the nineteen sixties CG wise. You gotta take that mind off the how, how awesome it, look, it would look right now. Cause I think it would look really cool if someone did it right now, like with a negative thing and make something look cool. That sounds awesome. This looks okay. I liked it. It's okay. I, I'm giving you props for the CGI out there for that one. I like the way I like the design, I thought it was cool. So I'm the yeah, one. I
0: guess that's a big issue. Is like I do not like the effect, but I really don't know what else they could have done to show what was happening with this guy. So like, while I hated it, I don't have a better alternative.
1: Oh uh, yeah, see, me personally, I I like it a lot because I just think that it's it's really different, and I I never would have thought about doing that particularly. I don't know. I just think it's really cool. It's almost it's almost like a cheap like almost like it kind of reminds me of almost like uh the predator, but not but not cool because the predator does do awesome.
0: Yeah. Definitely not cool. You know,
1: like, like not <laughs> as cool as the Predator is. Like The Predators weren't really cool, but you know, the heat vision thing, that's how I felt like it was. I just, man, it could have been, so, This is the, I like it.
0: So, uh, yeah, so we get this crazy effect, and then Lazarus collapses, and Kirk approaches him and asks what happened. And he explains that he was attacked again, and Spock confirms that his readings show that the effect was centered on the, almost the very spot where they were fighting. And Lazarus explains the thing as all white and black. And it—it's a he says that it's a big, terrible emptiness, basically. And then we go to a commercial break. So we come back from the commercial break. We've got another captain's log just going over the situation. And Lazarus is in the sickbay with McCoy. And, and Kirk enters. He goes to the bridge. And Kirk goes to talk to Spock about the situation. And they kind of wonder about how the phenomenon keeps happening. And Spock points out that it happens exactly when Lazarus has his confrontations. So McCoy then calls Kirk to the sickbay and explains to Kirk that uh, after bandaging Lazarus's forehead, he left the room for a moment. And when he came back in, there was not a trace of injury on Lazarus. And uh, Kirk wants to know. He's like, all right, well, where's Lazarus now? And McCoy just says, well, I don't know. And it was at this point I was like, okay, I, I think I kind of see what's what's happening here. Um, I kind of went
1: that way. I thought maybe they were twins. And that one was bad, one was good, and one kept trying to screw, like kept trying to fight the other one. I kind of thought about that, but I didn't think it was like as big as it was until yeah. until Spock explained a little bit later about the universe as being in danger. I, I think it was at, that that that
2: uh, level. Yeah, I, I I thought he had like split personalities.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Uh, I, so like I had an idea, but I was also way off at the same time, which is awesome so thank god they didn't go the predictable route
2: yep i agree also uh mccoy really dropped the ball saying oh it's a big ship he could be anywhere like come on like right. we don't know this dude yeah Someone he's just, they just let
0: him. this random fucking guy walk around the ship he's like well where's he at right got a fucking I, I clue like why to, not dude
1: he's in your care i would have to clarify that um they've been letting people walk around the ship the whole show they have and not if been trying to. They pay for it every they, day. They, they haven't have learned been, a like, lesson they yet. not given security thing to anybody. They've yeah. they yeah. let them do what the hell they want to do. This is not a surprise. Yeah, like it's not when like oh, they just hand them a fucking technical manual well, of scary, the ship. Though, you know? yeah, they yeah they gave old dude. Uh, what was that? Damn, uh, yeah, I forgot. Khan. They, yeah. out, they, they gave get Khan the text and stuff like that. They give him every, like I said, you, whatever, whatever you want to do, you can do on the ship. So I don't see. Yeah, the for
0: Jedi texts. Yeah,
1: for real. This it ain't no secret. So I just I didn't really seem seem a surprise that at all. Honestly. And we still don't have a system. They're very trustworthy in the future. We still have something yeah. that uh, they can hit a button to scan the ship to locate sign, body signs and like. I don't understand why we can't hit hit someone on the ship to scan the ship or like a button or a, a space or something or some kind of um screen something. It don't make any sense that people this far in technology can't find a way to scan the yeah. ship to show where the alien people people aren't human are or something like that. I yeah, don't know. I have
0: a, a a similar note for that a little bit later on too. Yeah, I just... So we're we're on the same page with that one.
1: Okay, cool. I, I just, I find it kind of weird.
0: So we go to the, the crew lounge and Lazarus is in there and nobody notices, like nobody gives a shit that this weird guy with torn up clothes and the, the weirdest fucking facial hair they've ever seen is just chilling in their crew lounge. And uh, he's watching one of the security guards kind of flirt with that engineer from earlier. For some reason, she starts talking about the dilithium crystals because she's all about work. And then uh, that, gets, that gets Lazarus's attention. Okay. So, uh, he follows them out the door cause he, they're going to go handle this crystal shit. And, uh, he comes under attack. Uh, yeah, again. they are.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh I, I do want to comment about something you just said about the whole, uh, in the crew lounge. Um, I have noticed maybe it's more aspect than other star Trek shows, but, uh, the crew and their guests normally, uh, dying in, in the same area. So maybe that clues round actually is a, a recreational lounge for anybody, even including guests that are on the ship.
0: Yeah, Cause, cause, yeah cause, they probably don't have a separate lounge yeah, for the, do, Yeah, I
1: don't think it's separate. Yeah, A lot of times I see them uh, talking to each other, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that maybe it's not actually a crew lounge. It's a it's a regular lounge. Therefore, them seeing him in there wouldn't be a big deal because they know he's probably a guest of the captain. So he'll have, he'll have free reign on wherever he wants to be at.
0: I would still be a little concerned about this beat up looking dude with all of his torn up clothes just fucking chilling in there doing nothing. I get like, it. do you belong here? Like Should I you? I get it. But you I'm, go ass- to the but I, but or I'm assuming as uh, but I'm
1: assuming as a Star Trek uh, person on the ship, you've seen so many crazy things that a guy in beat up clothes ain't nothing compared to the things you've seen in space. So I just like, yep. oh
2: god. Well, aren't they under a red alert still? Yeah, they're like, still they're supposed to be in battle. No, 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 not, not red, red alert.
1: Uh, alert status, I believe he changed it. He didn't say red alert. He said alert status. Red alert. Uh, it beeps the whole time. It keeps beeping with the red thing. Uh, signal's going on. There's the red things going on. This is just alert status.
0: Yeah, but they should still be alerted. They did yeah. not seem alert at all. Yeah,
1: it's alert. It's alert <laughs> status. I think that's just. Some, I think that's something different.
0: They're like we're on break. We're going to take. We don't care that there's a strange homeless looking guy in you know the the rec room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Crew had, yeah. Kirk, Kirk had to make an announcement over the intercom. He's like, "Look, even though you are at your battle stations, remember, Union mandates that you have to take a fifteen-minute break every four <laughs> hours. <laughs> so, like, they have to leave <laughs> and go take their break."
1: Do you know? I wonder if that's a thing. I never see. I, I wonder if there's like a, a Star Trek like nerd thing out there that gives you like rules and regulations of a uh, of the uh, Federation. I wonder if you can find that somewhere.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, Yeah, but I'm yeah. I'm,
1: cu- I'm curious about what the regulations are. Now that we started watching this show and I've been thinking about, like, the rules and things like that, I've been slowly, like, always, always ask a question about about that, but never been looking up myself. So I think I need to do that one day or maybe we should, I don't know, watch a video or but something we can, on that.
0: We can learn all about Starfleet's rules and regulations when everybody watches the new episode of Starfleet Academy every Thursday on Paramount Plus starting in <laughs> 2026, written by Paul
1: Pratt Crowder. <laughs> yes, Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm definitely down for that one.
0: Yes, yeah, so you got to write all the rules now. Uh, yeah, make my own rules up. So, so, yeah, Lazarus follows them outside of the hallway, and then he comes under attack again. But when the attack ends, his bandage that was not on his head uh, is now currently on his head. So he's got a whole new band-aid out of nowhere. So uh, Kirk and Bones, they enter the corridor to find Lazarus, and McCoy takes the bandage off of Lazarus to reveal his wound. And uh, Kirk gets a call from Spock, just requesting his presence on the bridge. So he and Lazarus just go that way. It's really like, weird. I miss you. Yeah, <laughs> Captain. It's been five minutes. I'm I'm really getting lonely out here. <laughs> it's weird that Kirk is going to take Lazarus with him. He's like, he's got a disappearing wound. He's acting real weird. He's got a weird ass beard, and just take him to the bridge. So fuck it. Yeah, why
2: would you take? Why would you take someone you don't know to the bridge? Yeah. The, the most. Vital point of the See, yeah, this shit. See, confined him to his quarters. I I, I gotta.
1: I feel like he's trying to keep him at his side, so he knows where he is at all at all times. But Confine unfortunately, his ass to his quarters, you're, you're, he'll be there try, at all times. You're taking him to a. You're taking him to the most active spot. You don't need him at. You know, but you keep. Yeah, you, but, but you want him with you at all times to keep eyeing him. So you're like trying to be. I, I get what he's doing. I just can't. It's just where he's doing it. That's my issue.
0: All you gotta do is tell him, like, look. You have to go to this room. You have to stay there. We're gonna post a guard outside to the right with his back to you. So when you wanna leave, you just come out there, knock out that guard, (laughs) and then you're free to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're free to go. Just knock him out and you're good to go. Get out of here. And the keys to the car are under the mat. Yep. The the code to the front door. Don't
2: they have like a jail cell on the enterprise somewhere, like where you can lock up people? They
0: really seem to just People, like borders. quarantine them to a room. Yeah. yeah. Confined at the quarters.
1: I'm they, assuming they don't that lock there's the door. a door. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what I'm going to say. I'm assuming there's a way to put them in a room and then make the, make sure the door doesn't work, but they don't do it like that. So don't make that another no. security issue.
0: Yeah. They put their smallest, weakest guard out there and tell them to face anywhere, but the door, <laughs> <laughs> put your back to the door at all times.
1: No, put your back right up against the
2: door. There you go. Good yeah. job. Yep. You know what would make it perfect? If the 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 guards were actually playing on their phones, not paying attention. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you think they get sweet oh, apps on the communicators? What? They're over there like playing Flappy Bird or something. So <laughs>
1: Flappy Bird. I'm watch, I watched the show. I watched the show as we uh, like. I said, everybody, people know. I watched the episodes as we're like uh, talking about them. So I have a reference or something. I like to look at them. I just noticed that in the background, the red the sign alert is a red alert sign blinking. So maybe you're yeah. right, Brendan. But there's no red lighting yeah, uh, going in, on. In in the background, every once in a while, there's red lighting in between the panels in the background of the in the hallways randomly. There's the, huh. They're blinking red. I, I've been noticing. I've been noticing. I started noticing just now, like randomly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they're still in red light the whole time, which is weird. But there's no sound going on, and people right. aren't moving at a high rate of, mo- of movement. Like moving yeah, they're fast. chilling
0: in the fucking lounge. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't. know. That's kind of weird. But yeah. you're right on that.
0: Yeah, so we go back to the bridge uh, where Spock shows uh, Kirk and Lazarus the source of radiation on the planet, and Kirk asks how the scanners might have missed it when they scanned originally, and Spock says that it's because it's not really there. And he explains that the scanners show that nothing causing the effect is there, but he thinks that it could be a rip in their universe, and he says he was unable to localize it with their dilithium crystals. So they went from, like, crazy guy crashed, we don't know what's going on to uh, hey, there's a fucking hole in the universe, but you just need like some flex tape, just slap it right over there, and that'll, <laughs> that'll hold that thing in place. <laughs> a little duct tape, duct tape, duct, <laughs> duct tape yep. says everything. Yeah, the flex seal or the yep. fuck that shit is. Flex
1: seal and duct tape. This yep, is, we're good to go. it's
0: the tad tip of a gorilla glue. Yeah, about say anything goes. Just, just a little glue. bit.
1: Yep, we're good to yep. go.
0: So uh, Lazarus thinks that they could use the crystals to defeat the creature that he's after, and he asks Kirk to give them to him, and Kirk is like. You think I'm fucking dumb? Like, we we need those to power the ship. (laughs) So uh, Lazarus says that the creature is going to destroy their ship, and Kirk grabs him and uh, asks him how it presents. He's like, how does it present a danger to my ship? And Lazarus just leaves. Like, he says he's going to get his vengeance, and then he just fucking leaves. And we actually follow him into the corridor where he has another attack, like a panic attack, I guess. And then he comes out of it, and he finds his way to the engineering room. So inside the engineering room, uh, that one engineer chick is working, and there's a security officer that tells her, hey, Kirk is uh, calling you right now. You need to go to another room for some reason to answer it. And so she goes and does that, and uh, she talks to Kirk, and he asks her to like just get this experiment ready with the dilithium crystals. But while he's talking to her back in the other room, Lazarus chokes mm-hmm. out a security guard. Yeah, here, we, yeah, here we go.
1: Let's get to it again. These clowns, man. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. But I don't think it's is he security guard or is he part of the, the team in there?
0: Well, I don't remember. I thought he Was he wearing a red shirt red. or a blue shirt?
2: He,
1: he's wearing okay. a red shirt, but I don't think he's security. I thought he was in there I with thought...
2: her. Well, maybe maybe he does both. Maybe he's security and he uh works with the crystals. Yeah, I don't know. But overall this whole like so a minute right
1: before this, whatever, right? When uh Crazy Eyes, I call him, and Crazy Eyes are talking over here, uh, he says for he says, I beg you I plead for you. Then he says, I demand you demand you. Like we're talking about getting the crystals. Yeah. Like at first you're like, Oh, I'm begging you. Like, Oh, I'm pleading with you. Now oh, I demand you like, Whoa, bro. Like your attitude is a little crazy. And that's why Kirk grabbed them up, you know, like, and, and the more and more this episode is going, the more, I realize how crazy just do this dude is. Like at first I thought he was, you know, normal. And next thing I know, this dude is becoming more Looney tunes as this goes along. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um,
0: I did just read something that's going to change our entire perception of the security team on here. And apparently, Red Shirt denotes a low-ranking officer. So it's not a position, it's a rank. So all of their security teams are like cadets Are, and the, shit. are they the
2: newbies? They put the newbies <laughs> yeah. on security?
0: Yep. What?
2: Are no, you wonder why they have so many issues. Are you kidding? Yep. You put the newbies on
1: security? These clowns? That's, that's why, why
0: they suck so fucking bad.
1: That's why they sucks. Oh, my. <laughs> you know what? Um, history has to know we need to get rid of this uh, thing right now no more lowly new people on security no yep oh
0: wow so yeah that guy that guy was probably just like a lower ranking engineer so you're right yeah he probably was not security okay but he was choked out and uh, after Lazarus chokes him out Uh, he goes into the room with the uh, other chick and renders her unconscious as well with some kind of fucking weird, like, tube thing. I have no clue what the hell that thing was. He just, like, sticks this little... It looked like a a needle slash,
2: like, liquid. Yeah, it was weird.
0: Yeah, he's just like, here, sniff this. And then she's like, oh, Kirk, help me. And then she, like, (laughs) passes out. He's like, this is is my bottled 10-year-old farts and just, like, makes her smell it and she passes out. (laughs)
1: I I did have a small issue with the part right here that she got words out so the captain knew that he was taking over. Yeah. I, like, I didn't like that, and I don't know why. I thought if he was stabbed her in the neck fast enough, she wouldn't be able to get words out. and Because you're literally at the end of the conversation. Like, why would you uh, choke her up in the middle of the conversation? Why would you wait till she was done and then get it out with Kirk wouldn't know what was going on?
0: Because he's a desperate man, and he is not thinking. He's just going to go do the thing mm. he needs to do.
1: Mm. I don't like My that. My
0: issue with this whole thing is that after they after this whole thing happens, we go back to the bridge and Uhura tells Kirk that it's just like, hey, security reports that Lazarus is missing. And then we go to a commercial break. Missing from where? He left the bridge like five fucking seconds ago. Like He literally leaves the bridge, goes next door to engineering and does uh-huh. this. And they're like, hey, Lazarus is missing. Like fucking missing from where? Where is he yeah, supposed to be? Wh- where is he supposed to be at? Yeah. That's
1: a good point.
2: Maybe they aren't the the cream of the crop that are flying around in the Federation. <laughs> they are the yeah, low man. class. They're the low like,
0: class. They're like they have the fucking uh, like the cognitive ability of a baby because like in the very beginning of their life infants <laughs> don't understand that people and things can go behind other things so like it just when something goes behind something it just ceases to exist to them and yeah. so like when Lazarus leaves the bridge and the door closes they're like oh my god he's gone. Like he's disappeared. <laughs> like he's missing. Where Where is he? Where is he?
1: Yeah. I, I, I get your point now. I understand what you're trying to say. That's funny. Like, uh, we didn't
2: pick up David Blaine, did we?
0: <laughs> it's
1: just,
2: it's <laughs> fucking like magic.
1: Well, like a little kid, you hide behind a behind a the pillow. They start screaming, thinking you're gone. Mama, yeah. mama! They, oh, they see you again. Like, oh, okay. I understand that what we're trying to say.
0: Yeah. So we we come back from the commercial break, and then we get a captain's log that says that two of their dilithium crystals are missing, so they can't operate at full power. And Kirk is interrogating Lazarus because we never find out where the fuck they found him or what they did. He he was missing, and now they're interrogating him. And uh, he denies that he even took the crystals. And uh, Lazarus says that the beast took the crystals, and and Kirk just wants to know how it got on his ship. And Lazarus is like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm really crazy if you haven't figured that out by now. And uh, (laughs) Spock asks why the beast needs the crystals. And Lazarus says that it wants them so that it can escape. And Kirk's like, alright, we're going back down to the planet again. We're, we're going to go investigate this radiation source. So they do that. They go back to the planet and they don't find the crystals on Lazarus's ship. And Spock says that the radiation source has disappeared. So they're just fucking running all over the place and getting nothing done, basically. And uh, Exactly. Kirk is like, okay, let's go search the terrain for anything that stands out. And then they do all together. The one time in this show when they should split up and they all go together. Exactly. <laughs> They're it's just mobbing together too. this fucking group of people. I, I, just all I, looking at the same shit. Also, uh, this
2: guy who seems to be a danger to the ship and the crew, mm-hmm. do they not have handcuffs anymore in the future? Like, shouldn't this guy at least be, you know, we haven't seen anybody handcuffed somewhat detained if we're gonna take him down to the planet?
0: Right. Like tie his hands with wires or something. Fuck. An invisible uh injury something. So yeah. I do want to explain like you suspect my suspect them
2: of stealing the crystals. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. You're a person, Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just say, I was saying, like, obviously they know he stole the crystals. Why are you? Are they still putting enough trust into him to take him down to the planet unrestrained? Well, well, first of
1: all, obviously. Like, not the, no, no obviously, there's no evidence. We we think he stole the crystals. Who we, else we, would
2: steal the crystals? Scotty thinks Scotty's stealing saying, the crystals saying, we didn't have any evidence breaking we, up and snorting we, them? We think
1: he might have did it, but they don't have any evidence he did it. So it's just... They're like, oh, we, we're missing. You said talked about it. They don't have any evidence. as so why they haven't even they haven't took it to the next level technically.
0: Well, the only other alternative is that someone, a member of the crew, took the crystals, and I don't think Kirk's going to believe that happened. No, and, Bob, I and Spock would say logically that shit didn't happen. Yeah, I wish Spock would have said something about that in the first place.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, So my um my beard issue, I had, that I can explain it away now. So in the interrogation scene. When he uh, Kurt is interrogating, um, they're getting uh crazy eyes, Lazarus. After he, uh, after the, the the crystals are stolen, his beard is like missing, bro. Like it is so. So it's the like, crystals it's like, aren't
0: the only thing that was stolen.
1: It's like six or seven strands of hair. Like <laughs> if you look at it, it's like it's like it's a cheap cheap beard that you put him on, and it's not very much beard there. And then you see him a little bit later, and he has a full a full big beard. It's almost like something happened with the prop in the middle of the show, and they didn't notice it. And I noticed it bad. How he has a really thick beard one time, and half of it he has a little thin beard, and it's like a couple hairs, huh. and it's like a thick beard and thin beard. It goes back and forth with that a couple times. So. Uh, Paul, is it is it is it a way to represent his alter ego coming I, through? I, I don't know. I'm curious because I started noticing. If you start noticing once in a while, his beard is so it, it is so distinctively different. and he paid attention to it, that it's like really it's really small, and then it's huge later on. It's, it's like it's like Duck Dynasty, and then like you know, then the, the, the nothing. It's, it's pretty much yeah. that. It's that big, but nobody can nobody is noticing it. It's, it's about it's about that bad.
0: Um. One of the, the more important questions that I have is, should I grow that facial hair? Because I feel like like I'm very limited God, on no. my style choices, but should I give that one a shot? <laughs> you should give that one a shot? Uh, yeah. I don't like that kind of stuff. I think I guy. can do that. I think I could do it. Oh, yeah? I could pull it yeah, off. I've always, I've always wanted my mustache to uh, dip into my fucking cereal while I'm eating it. Uh. <laughs> so maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just try that one. I'm like, I can't grow my,
1: my facial hair. Is It's maximum length. It won't grow any bigger than this. I've been growing it for three years now. It hasn't changed. It's the same length. So, either way, it sucks. But uh, I, I wouldn't mind having this style, though. But I, I never cut yeah. my picture hair again, so I ain't going for that.
0: In fact, it might not come back. Yeah. They'd be careful of that shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, they don't split up off the group. Well, they do eventually split up because Rat- Lazarus and Spock split off from the group. And Lazarus comes under attack again as the whole planet shakes and... Uh, as everything is shaking, the security team, like they're they're gripping their faces real tight for some reason, and the shakingness is making them point their faces directly at Kirk and Spock's faces. <laughs> it's like, Will someone please take these fucking things away from these guys? Like they walk around, they point them at each other, they point them at their their commanders. <laughs> like just yeah, they don't, don't even let them that, have they anything. They don't have the right uh, walk around they, protocol. They basically broke
2: every gun rule in the book.
1: Yeah, yeah you point, you point the pointy them. away from the people that you're working with.
0: And like they're just gripping these things, hands on the trigger, while this like cataclysmic event is happening that's shaking the entire universe. Like they're not just going to squeeze that thing and take Kirk's head do off. They have, do they they even wear holsters? Uh, they. I think they just clipped to on their the side, belt,
2: kind of. Which? Why did they have their weapons out to begin with?
0: Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. You they know were supposed what? to just be. Well, I think they're searching for like the the you know air quotes beast. I think. Oh, okay. They're, they're supposed to be out looking for the thing or the person that stole the dilithium crystals, and they're like, wow, you know, this is just an oh, excuse to fucking shoot something. Yeah. They just, they thought maybe they're going to actually get to do some shooting today, so.
2: Well, didn't Kirk, oh, I I think it was the episode where Kirk said something to him, like, uh, we're not messing around, shoot on sight or something, didn't he? Yeah, but
1: he
0: didn't give that, that order here. Here, yeah. He, yeah, he didn't say that order. That little bit later on. Uh did he do that at all in this episode? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't think he mentioned th- it at all. I, I
2: could be I could be misremembering.
0: I know he mentioned where he
1: said, you know, phasers to kill whatever, shoot on sight, yeah. yada yada.
0: Yeah. So uh so old Lazarus is fighting and we get that fucking stupid filter and the camera. Awesome in negativity, again. baby.
1: That awesome negative yeah.
0: filter. <laughs> 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 we got it. I, I like that. Kirk and two of the security guards they run up to find Lazarus, but he's just he's climbing this really tall rock above Kirk, so they don't see him. And he accidentally knocks this big boulder down, and he warns Kirk. He's like, "Hey, look out! You're gonna get fucking smashed!" And the uh, the boulder misses, and then Lazarus just fucking takes a nose dive <laughs> off the rock for some reason. No, he <laughs> he just died. like face he plants off that cliff. thing. He dies. he's like, "Wee!" Yeah. He you're went like, for the what? old fucking. He you're went like, for the Chris Benoit headbutt. And just headbutted the fucking ground. <laughs> Dude, I don't I, I don't get what happened.
1: Like, you know, it sucks because you don't see, like, they didn't show it. All you see is him flying up. You know, you don't yeah. get to see what happened. So it makes it even more hilarious. It looks like, because it looks like he, like, jumped. Like, he just jumped.
0: Right. <laughs> he jumped. The Why is it just... that in shows like this, when people are going to fall off something, they fucking jump. Like, just fall down. Why do you need to jump yeah. to make it that much worse?
2: <laughs> yeah, it just, it looks, it looks, it looks hilarious. I like it. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, apparently, apparently, Lazarus' only weakness is the side of a cliff. <laughs>
0: yeah, like fall dude, off, every a time he's up there, he fucking passes out and falls off.
1: If, if you guys kind of notice, this, this is all actually the same planet that they fought the Gorn in.
0: I, I've, yeah, I think pretty much every fucking... They have like three sceneries. They have like desert, desert with rocks, and then Ohio. And that's pretty much it. And I feel like they just go shoot at the <laughs> same Ohio. locations yeah. every time. So, yeah, so they they go take Lazarus back to the Enterprise, and he wakes up in the sick bay again, and Kirk is like, hey, thanks for taking my life after you – or saving my life after you almost took my life with that fucking boulder. It's like, you kicked it down on me, but then you told me to get out of the way, so I owe you. Uh, But he says that he does have some questions for Lazarus, and he says that the computer says – what Spock says, the computer says that he's a liar and that there's no planet that he said that he came from at the earlier screening and that there never was one. And he, he demands the truth. And Lazarus is like, all right, I'll tell you the truth. And uh, he says that the planet beneath them is actually his planet. And that his planet is a time ship and that he's a time traveler. Or his ship is a time ship and he's a time traveler. I must have written that down wrong. So he's the doctor from Doctor Who? Yeah, um, I think he said, it's his
1: planet. It's his planet and he's a time traveler.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's his planet, and the ship is a... That's right. I must have had a typo in here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah the, he's, he's, yeah, it's yeah, the ship travel. is a time ship. Yeah. And uh, he says that he's been chasing the creature through time, and then he asks Kirk for help again. And Kirk's like, listen, I got 430 other people to worry about, and I just want to know where the damn crystals are. And so this is where McCoy steps in. He's like, look, he needs to rest. And so you and this other security homie here need to get the fuck out of my, my sick bag. So they do. They all just yeah, fucking every, leave.
1: Every, every once in a while, uh, we we'll got to a member that no matter what uh, Kurt does, uh, the McCoy's domain <laughs> is yeah. the doctor's lounge, you know, is a bot uh, and they, all, whatever he says goes. Multiple yeah, time, Kirk- Multiple times he's told uh, Kurt to quit and somebody the same thing to Khan, too. Back when Kurt yeah. was talking to Khan, he's like, yo, uh, he's, you know, he's not, he's not feeling great. Give him time to heal up before you talk to him. And that's one thing I uh, always kind of thought was cool to got about him that doctors kind of do. Even nowadays, which I thought was kind of cool uh, they did about him.
0: Yeah. And and what I thought was really great is McCoy's like, yeah, you know, don't worry about this. I'm I'm going to make sure he doesn't go anywhere. And then McCoy leaves and Lazarus rolls off the fucking bed and goes. To, he just leaves. <laughs> he just walks, yep. walks right out the fucking door. <laughs> like five seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even give him like a full minute.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, he good. I got him. And then t- turn him back immediately.
0: Right. But Lazarus does go to leave and he, he comes in to attack again. And then uh, we cut to the briefing room where Kirk and Spock are talking. about they, they do a lot of just, like, really quick recapping where they're just kind of talking shit over. And Spock notes that their ship's instruments are able to locate and identify any object in their universe, but they can't identify the source of the radiation. And apparently they also can't identify where the fucking dilithium crystals are. <laughs> like, yeah, tune those things into those. You can locate anything in the universe, but you can't find something that's on your ship. And that's what yeah, you were talking about earlier, Paul. Okay, like that's, yeah. We, that's my similar yeah, note. It's like... Their ship can do any of this shit except for the one thing they need it to do. Yeah, but I thought that I thought they said they could, they
1: couldn't Could they not find them as in like they're they're in the other universe. Well, but they it didn't could, know that they though. couldn't find them as in they uh just just as they they were nowhere to be found.
0: Yeah, they were. I think they were just nowhere to be found right now. Okay, and so. we didn't we never got an explanation as if as if they were in you know universe one or universe B, but they. They didn't even try. Like you, you're saying you have this instrument that can lock onto anything in the universe and you don't bother to scan your own damn ship to figure out yeah. what your crystals are. Yeah. I don't or or scan the that. planet.
1: I guess I get what you're saying.
0: But they do agree that the source of radiation, uh, isn't from or even in their own universe, but from outside their universe. And then they talk about what would happen if two universes came into contact with each other. And, uh, they just kind of move on to talk about the mental state of Lazarus and Spock says that Lazarus acts as if he were two completely different men. And then they basically agree like, yeah, Lazarus must have like split personality disorder or something. And, uh, he's possible, they they say he's possibly traveling back and forth through two universes, which they like, they just kind of, it's like they were just high and just like spitball. And they're like, bro, what if he's yeah. just two guys <laughs> traveling through the universe? Like, two universes. Like, they had no logical reason to get to where they are. Yeah, like, they're, they're thinking what
1: well, they're thinking opposite of what they should be thinking. Like, let's just throw some spitballs and stuff back and forth. Like, that, that could not make sense if that, that seems impossible, so that's probably it. But yeah. it's more like, it, there's no way it's that, so it has to be that. Like, they're trying to think of the worst, crazy scenario that knows, and somehow they're all making sense. Like, every time they think of something more crazy, they're like, oh, well, that actually makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, and like, it's funny like that Kirk is, is just going along with this, too. And it's yeah. funny that Spock is going along with this. Like, logically, that that I think would be the least probable thing that's happening. Yeah,
1: I think, yeah. He's like, whatever, I think this impossible to happen. Most likely not happen. That's probably what's happening right now, because that seemed to be happening. Yeah. I like it. But I think the uh, one thing about it, though, it's a lot of, like, them back and forth together. So it's like a good, maybe a minute or two of just them talking. And somehow, right. I don't understand what they're saying by far. I don't get it, but I'm not so annoyed that I'm like, yo, they've been talking for two or three minutes about nothing.
0: I understand.
2: Yeah. They were going after a big idea uh, for this episode.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they really did go after a big one. Yep. So, so Kirk just wonders, he's like, alright, well then what is Lazarus's purpose here? And Spock says, Spock actually calls him Jim again. And uh, he says that madness has no purpose or reason, but it may have a goal. And then they just agree that uh, Lazarus has to be either contained or killed because if the two Lazaruses meet, it could destroy both universes. So now they're just like like they're just dead set on the, this idea that yeah, there's two of them and they're traveling back and forth between universes.
1: And what a great quote for Spock too.
0: Yeah, that's, that that's the his quote, uh, quote that's of his the episode. Quote,
1: quote episode. yeah. What another great quote? That's how he does these great quotes, I like him. I like whoever does the writing for these big quotes for him.
2: I, I, my my favorite was that when he called him a liar. <laughs> that's another good one. Uh, nah, that's, that was mean. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Like, no, you're full of bullshit. Yeah,
1: but no, no it's more about the um, about the uh, the big like thought-provoking quotes he has. Like, like madness has no reason. You know, it's like that actually makes a lot of sense if you think about if you think about the way the world is in a way. You know, like it has it has a goal. A lot of times, madness is around, it and it's like you think it don't make any sense. But it, there's a, there's a, there's a goal, there's a reason behind there's a goal behind it. So that's really, really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah,
0: I think that when uh, Kirk asked what Lazarus's purpose was, there uh, Spock should have been like, "Well, Kirk, uh, some men aren't looking for anything logical like money, and they can't be bought or bullied or reasoned or negotiated with. Some men hey, just want to watch the world, the world burn." burn. <laughs> and it's funny you <laughs> mentioned that because that's exactly
1: book. what he just said. Actually, like, like that, that, that pretty much, like, what a great quote by you, by the way. Pick up because that's literally how I, when I heard that. The madness thing, I thought about that quote. That's literally what I transferred it to in my head. Like, that's exactly how I saw it. That's really cool.
0: So elsewhere, uh old Lazarus is wandering through a corridor and he gets to this little panel on the wall and he pulls out, so he just opens up this panel and starts yanking out fuses. And for some reason, that causes it to start smoking. And then we cut to, like, the engineering room uh, where their equipment starts smoking and sparking as well. So the two engineers in there, they leave the room and they call for help. And uh as they, like leave the room Lazarus kind of s- sneaks into the smoke filled room and uh Kirk and Spock get there as the fire is being contained and they uh conclude that Lazarus must have done it to get the crystals they're like damn he's a sneaky one so we go to Lazarus who goes into the transporter room and he attacks the uh, the engineer there and and defeats him and he beams himself off the ship uh just as Kirk and Spock are kind of figuring out what's going on cause Kirk is like oh yeah he must be probably he's probably headed to the transporter room right now and like he wasn't wrong which when kirk enters the room the guy's already back up and doesn't say a word to kirk about being attacked not at all oh i didn't even well, notice was that was the same said guy cuz i th- i thought maybe he would have just i thought it was one of those things that they just decided not to show and like you could assume that okay he sees that guy get me another one kind of thing
1: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you don't really he doesn't even uh give any kind of quotes or give any kind of notice to it at all so reference to it at all
2: he didn't ask if he was okay. He's like, beam me down, like, dude, I just got attacked. Right, like, He's I'll like, beam you down, but ask if I'm okay at least.
1: Yeah. He's no. like, I,
0: don't make me go over there because I will fucking beam you down and not with a <laughs> transporter. <laughs> He's like, you'll be hitting that ground again. He's like, you call that attack? Do you want to see an attack? <laughs> like, do you? I'll give you a reason to cry. <laughs> yeah. So we go down to the planet, and Lazarus returns to his ship, and he starts putting the dilithium crystals in it. And they didn't look anything like I thought they would. I didn't know what they would look like, but I didn't think they would look like that. And uh, Kirk gets beamed down to the planet as Lazarus is finishing up. So Kirk approaches him in the ship, and he uh, he reaches in to grab Lazarus. And Lazarus is like, no, not you. And then Kirk just, like, disappears. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I thought Kirk was time-traveling now. So I was pretty sure that now Kirk is going to go back in time, and he's going to start absorbing people to become perfect Kirk. And then he's gonna have to fight the Z Fighters, and it's gonna be this whole thing. But that's <laughs> it not what happened. What? Kurt, huh? <laughs> even better
2: than what he is. Well, wouldn't he be super? What wouldn't what he be super perfect, Kirk? Cause he's already pretty perfect. Yeah, oh, he, yeah,
0: yeah, he might be super perfect, Kirk. Yep. He come back and make uh our boy Spot look like an idiot. How many people do you think listening to this are gonna get that reference? Uh, anybody? who's a true nerd. Yeah. It's gonna be it's Dan. Dan's gonna listen to it and he's gonna get it. Dan's gonna be like, I got it. I got that joke. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got that reference. Oh, does that mean Lazarus is trunks? Oh God. Oh. Yeah. No, he's not he's, he's not cool he's enough. A, he's
1: in a spaceship.
0: He's in yeah. a spaceship
1: like trunks too. I don't know. I think that kind of works. He's in a goofy spaceship. Nah. The
2: other Lazarus is though. I
0: think. Yeah, Trunks Trunks is too cool for that. Yeah. By far. He, so had, yeah, better Kurt-
2: looking, he had better looking he has better hair.
0: Yeah. Also,
1: Trunks should have a cooler beard because uh the beard is weird.
0: Yeah, it really is. Uh, that's a good MGK reference, by the way. And um, oh, yeah, so we go to commercial break after that, and we come back, and Kirk is in the fucking negative dimension, running around in slow motion, just running back and forth. They're like, "Listen, Shatner, uh, for this scene, we just need you to run back and forth down this hallway, and then we're just what gonna amazing. slow it down." What a cool effect! It was no, so amazing. No, it's, it's not cool. That's cool again. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to slow it down. We're going to give it a negative filter. You just run around. Because it's so cool. We're going to slow
1: it down so you can see more and more of it. And it it's so cool. We're going to make it slow motion so you can see it even longer because you know how cool it is. And we want you to be able to see it as long as possible. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
0: God. Thank S- God. Sorry, Slow motion.
2: Thank you,
1: Paramount. Sorry, ADD moment here, maybe, but I'm like,
2: maybe you know, as a matter of fact, let got into Scotty's stash.
1: As a matter of <laughs> fact, let's... Uh, uh, z- Wow, Zack Snyder versus uh, this one in slow motion. Make it so slow. Like <laughs> the three running.
0: hours of this. Yeah, yeah I I'm, I'm slowing <laughs> this down
1: forever. I'm watching this episode in slow motion. Me and the negative zone just Ooh. Yep.
2: We, do you want to so film a short for sure the for their Twitter? idea of running in slow motion? Uh, uh Film a short with the negative zone?
0: Yeah, with you just running down a hallway back and forth, and we'll yeah, just flip it in the negative. I will <laughs> gladly into the slow. negative zone real slow. I'll slow it down. You can run around for but, a but, bit. but I want that, like,
1: that I will grab the music from that, and we'll, we'll use yeah, that. Like like I'm about
2: to score a touchdown, like Al Bundy style. <laughs> just, <laughs>
0: ah. uh, Is uh, that going to go up on Twitter? I mean, yeah, I, oh, I would. Th- hey, I would throw it up there in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, uh, so we get the, the the weird nebula effect again, and Kirk wakes up on a planet at night. And he 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 just wakes up and he looks around. He's like, "Fuck, that was some really good LSD. <laughs> I need to do that more <laughs> often." Scotty's got the good shit. He's he got it from Scotty, and uh, he finds Lazarus's ship, and a fully healed Lazarus greets him, and Kirk is like, "Oh, you're not crazy as shit. We must be in a parallel universe." and uh he confirms his theory about the two Lazaruses meeting and destroying both universes and and kirk says that crazy lazarus has two more crystals and so uh normal lazarus is like yeah we should probably put a stop to him i guess and then we do this i don't know why they do this thing but we stay at this scene and but it's just like a little bit later like they just stood around and didn't say anything for a half hour and then they're like maybe we should talk about this and uh good Lazarus says that the the crazy one of him is only going to need about 10 more minutes to recharge the crystals or re-energize the crystals. And he explains everything about the negative warp. And he says that the the safety room between universes, or he talks about the safety room between universes, which is where Kirk just came out of. And he says that that corridor is basically like a prison with explosives at the door. And if you open the door, the explosives might go off. But if you stay inside, then both universes are going to be fine. And he says that if crazy Lazarus goes into the other universe and meets regular Lazarus, uh, the universes are going to be destroyed, basically. So if they, But if they meet in the corridor between universes, then everything's going to be fine. So it's really a, a kind of, not really convoluted, just interesting take on the whole universe thing. Like, basically, there's this hallway you have to walk through, and if you get yeah. through the other side, you're going to destroy both of them. But if you meet yourself in the hallway, then everything is fine.
1: Yeah, like the multiverse theory, or like MCU nerd talk. But here's my issue with this whole thing. Like, for such, an, like, I'm going to already give my take. For such a great episode, which I think this episode is very written well, clever, great, interesting, I just, I just, I couldn't follow. Like, I followed stuff. I just, this is the first time the episode I really couldn't follow. Like, I know they try to make it real simple to explain. I just, I don't know. I just think the idea was so big that I just, I really couldn't follow it. Yeah, they didn't, oh, do, man, a, gonna, they didn't I, do a great I, I, idea I, I, of
0: explaining it. Yeah, I got I got a little or confused a great job. with
1: him and there because I didn't understand why. How did they meet in the first place? Like, why did they meet? I don't get. Did he accidentally do a experiment and found each other? And Now he's like, there's a reason why they keep getting near each other. Why? Why are they? Why are they near each other? Like, why is he? Why is the Kreslazer even trying to kill this one? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't think, I don't understand. Okay
0: that's actually where we are now so like good lazarus is talking to kirk and he explains that um you know his people basically found a way to do this like interdimensional travel and uh when crazy lazarus found out about it he just kind of lost his shit and became obsessed with the idea of destroying the same Lather- lazarus because apparently he had just watched uh one with jet lee and he thought that if he went to the universes and killed <laughs> all the other ones he was going to be the one uh but yeah, he just, of he went crazy and he's he, like, his mind is just like struggling to comprehend that there are other versions of him. And so he wants to go kill this other one that he knows of, even if it means destroying both universes. So like basically, I don't un-
1: yeah, but I don't understand why would you even get to that level? Like, I don't understand the, why I don't understand the idea of killing the other one. Like why?
0: Cause he's, he just, he lost his shit. He just can't comprehend this whole multi-universe thing. And, uh, and that's, yeah, just where, that's just where, that's just where he ended, I guess.
1: Yeah, see, I, think, I just couldn't wrap my head around the idea of him. Like, I can understand if, like, like if there's a TV show called Friends, you know, where the opposite version of the other guy comes through time and, like, kidnaps one son. I mean, no, like, uh, one guy from another parallel universe goes to another p- parallel universe and kidnaps his other uh, parallel son, and it comes back, and then they're like, they have a war with each other. You know, so oh, they have fringe. a war because, oh, you stole, like, oh, you came you came and stole my, yeah, friends Oh, you came and stole my son, so now we're war with each other. Like that makes sense to me. I just can't. The guy just got just went mad, so he wanted to kill himself. That's what kind. Of, I can't really yeah, wrap my just, head. he's just, just basically
0: like there can only be one version of me because like this is too fucking crazy, and I want to be the only th- one. Then he would have to go. Then how many
1: how many universes are there? He'd have so many, he had to go. If you had to know. kill us, like, he kill. He only like, knows jet, the, jet, the one for real. He only knows the, the like, one. Jet lead the one for real. He had to be kill like two hundred verses of himself. Like every time we go somewhere, I don't understand. Yeah. And then eventually that, they're going to trap him on a,
0: a prison planet. And he's going to be like, I am Lazarus. I am nobody's beach. And then he's just going <laughs> to fucking fight <bite> everybody.
1: <laughs> Dude, he's so t- terrible speaking English, by the way. Did that I, quote was Yeah, terrible. but I love that like, movie. I'll take it, though. I it, love that movie. Though. It's
0: such a good fucking movie.
1: That quote, he, he, he can barely speak English. So that's just it's a terrible. <laughs> I nobody's way, beach. he says it's <laughs> terrible, but it's funny. I'm nobody's beach. <laughs> 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 it sounds like he says beach, On honestly.
0: Yeah. And he's right. He is nobody's beach. He doesn't even have any sand or water or anything. (laughs) Yeah. Kirk and good Lazarus. They make a plan for Kirk to go back to his universe and find crazy Lazarus and get him into the corridor so that regular sane Lazarus can uh, trap himself there with the crazy one. And then he tells Kirk to destroy the ship, which would destroy ships in both universes, which I don't understand. And that uh, the Lazarus is going to be trapped. Both Lazaruses will be trapped in the corridor for all time. And uh, Kirk just questions Lazarus' sacrifice. He's like, hey, you know, that's a pretty high pi- – you know, that, that that's, that's a lot to do, basically. And Lazarus says that he doesn't think that it's a high price to pay for the safety of the two universes. Which I don't know What's why you, destroying Brian? one ship would destroy both ships. Like that – it's not like it's a time thing. I don't understand it.
1: I just – like I said, a lot of, this, a lot of this, this episode, like I said, it's really good. It's just – some of the ideas I didn't understand and I just I thought with everything being with it being such a cool original idea, I gave him a pass because I yeah. knew that I gave him a pass because I knew that they were going for something very ambitious and I knew that I wouldn't understand a lot of it. But it was so ambitious in a way I was like, oh, this is really what a really good idea. So
0: right. So uh so then we get my favorite scene in this entire uh episode where Kirk goes back to his own universe to find Spock and the security team have surrounded Lazarus at his ship. So Kirk goes up and uh, attacks Lazarus and they have this little fight. And Spock and the security team do absolutely nothing. They just not stand there and the watch him wh- get his ass no, beat for no, a minute. No,
1: no, 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 no. He says, stand back while I fight this dude one-on-one right. with but, the whole universe's fate in hand. But, because I am super Kirk, superhuman, and I shall uh, save the world by myself, even though
0: my homies and Spock is sitting there. Are you freaking kidding well, me? And the thing is, too, perfect though, Like to perfect, he doesn't stay... He doesn't say stand back for, like, the first 10 seconds of the fight. And they didn't lift a fucking finger. Like, they weren't doing anything. And he's just like, stand back. Like, no, no, we were. It's cool. We, we already were doing shit. Like, we're going to yeah, continue we, we know, to do we nothing. We know better. We don't,
1: we, don't, we don't get in your fights. Like, no, sometimes, well, sometimes in life you got to jump somebody with your boy, okay? Your boy's sitting there fighting. You know it'll do stronger. Yeah, the universe is online. Oh, you go to universes. No, no, no. Be, be, be rude. Step in. Punch your dude in the mouth real quick. Throw him in the. What are we doing here? Yeah. He knocked out now. Let me knock him out real quick. What are we doing? Throw him in the hole.
2: Yeah. Okay. Throw him in the hole. Vulcan, Vulcan nerve like, that, up that Like the Vulcan pinch and knocked him out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just. And, and, and once again, my only slight about this show is superhuman Kurt. That's the only about any, every episode. So it's obviously with Herman Kirk to me. That's the only thing I was He was getting me. choked out again, there for
0: a second. And then I actually, like, there was a, a few seconds there where Lazarus grabbed him by the throat and threw him on, like, the hood mm-hmm. of that ship. And then I thought they were just going to start fucking because it was getting real steamy <laughs> right there. Like, they were getting in a position that Kirk, Kirk's like, yeah, Lazarus know, maybe, choked but, me a little bit. we need more quality time, sir, because, you know, <laughs> if you think <laughs> you're getting there right? They are enjoying the fight a little too much. They both need to go to that corridor alone, just get that negative spinning <laughs> fucking sex, man. Let's go to the
1: corridor together. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, oh, my gosh. But So Kirk does end up winning the fight, and he tosses Lazarus into the corridor, and then they take the dilithium crystals, and they get ready to destroy the ship. And uh, actually, one of my favorite quotes of this uh, episode for real, though, as uh, as they're getting ready to destroy the ship, like, or they're gonna go back to their ship. Spock asks Kirk. He says, "Well, what of Lazarus?" And Kirk says, "What of Lazarus? Like, what of Lazarus? Not what of, but like, what of Lazarus?" So like, yeah, like talk about the other one.
1: Yeah, like like what of Lazarus? Like uh, like what like uh whatever. Like he ain't nothing.
0: No, I I took it more as like Kirk is like, oh, you know, what about the Lazarus we just talked it like we just tossed it, and Kirk is more like, well, like what about the other one? Like that's the one we should be concerned about. Okay,
1: I see. I took it as in, like he said, "What if La- what if Lazarus?" And, like when you say, um, "Like his irrelevant, Like what of Lazarus? Like he, yeah, like, well, his, his, he, his emphasis
0: was on Lazarus though, so that's why I, th- I think was okay, so talking yeah. about the other one.
2: And I took okay, it; so Kirk seemed you... bothered by Lazarus, good Lazarus, being stuck in a pocket universe between two universes for all of time. Like he seemed bothered yeah. by, oh, so by we, yeah, yeah, that's so the way,
0: way I, I took it, took it, as it as a little well. bit different, yeah. Yeah, it's the same way. I, yeah, took I think. It. I think
1: we. I think we all, we all kind of took it a little bit differently. So.
0: Yeah. So, we we're on the Enterprise just a little bit later, and they fire their phasers at the ship and they destroy it, uh, which traps the two Lazaruses in the corridor together for all time. And boy, did it take them a second to wreck that tiny ass ship! Like those dudes blew up a fucking Romulan ship with no issues. <laughs> like they're just mm-hmm. they're blowing up. Uh, Listen. The Klingon we're giving ship them a with no issues. All the,
1: all the goofy, dumb issues they have here in this episode. We're giving you guys a pass. You guys are so. It's okay, we're giving you a pass for the dumb laser beam you had. And then plus, okay, another situation here. Okay, you gotta blow the ship up, right? Why are not you rigging something to blow the ship up before you go to your own ship? I like, like, did we transport it there really fast to help them blow it up? Like, how much time was between you going up there to the ship and blowing this little ship up? Yeah, because I I, 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 for me, they weren't moving at a at a high rate of speed again. Like, it
2: didn't look like they were in a hurry to blow the ship up. Well, and enough time passed for Kirk got philosophical.
0: Yeah. Yeah. According to the way the Enterprise works, though, they could have pulled like three fuses out of that little ship, and it would have just blown itself up. So that's what I was about <laughs> to what, happen to the see, Enterprise. I, I, like, yeah, yeah, for
1: real. I, I don't know. I just it's one of those things where I thought, but maybe, maybe you can't even enter the ship without, like, because remember, I know. So he went to the, when he went to the doorway, he got time traveled. So maybe he was scared if he went to the doorway again, it would time travel him or not, time, back back to the other side again, or dimensional travel, not time travel, whatever it is. Because I, I don't understand because like uh another thing I understand like when Kirk went through the door he says no, not you and he go he goes to him and he transports to the other Lazarus. I'm like, why didn't the first Lazarus transport when uh, he went inside
0: because there? it used all the energy in the crystals and he had to recharge them is that what happened yeah because uh okay see regular Lazarus told Kirk that he had to, like it was going to take him like ten minutes to re-energize those crystals before and then the, he would be able to make that jump as well
1: yeah see i didn't I can see a lot of the small subtle things I didn't understand.
0: So they continue their, uh, their journey and Kirk gets this really, actually really good scene where he, he wonders about what it would be like to be trapped forever with a madman at your throat until time itself came to a stop or until they starved to death, I guess. And, uh, Spock says that if the unit, he's, he's just like, Hey, like, don't worry about it, man. The universe is safe. And, uh, Kirk just says, well, for you and me, but what of Lazarus? And then he just repeats it again. He's like, "What of Lazarus?" So you know he's just—he's really feeling bad about a uh, good guy, Lazarus, being stuck there for all the time. But I, I feel like he'll forget about it by the next episode. Do you think
1: he's concerned about both their lives, not just about just not the—the uh, the good one? Yeah, probably. Probably both like?
0: of them. Yeah, but I think he's more concerned about the good one because, dude, eventually you're gonna lose yeah. your fucking mind in that place. First of all, it's all negative probably. and it's always spinning around, and then you're trapped with a madman trying to kill you in there, and you can never get out.
1: Yep. I understand that part too,
0: yep, so uh so that, that was it. they just say they, they go on to their uh their next adventure, and uh, yeah that's that's really all um Ooh. Dan, you want to give us your thoughts on this one yeah, uh I said I was kind of an i i don't know, I don't know how I feel
2: about this episode to be quite honest i I'm in the mo- middle of the road for it I like the the concepts the big ideas that they were going for i kind of i i thought they were poorly executed and needed more explanation. So, eh, I'd give it like a 5 or 6. I probably wouldn't watch it again unless I was trying to absorb it better a second time viewing. That'd probably be the only reason I'd watch this episode again.
0: Yeah, um I am actually I'm right there with you 100%. Uh good idea, not great execution. I started off actually really hating this episode, but then by the end of it, I was like, okay, like it really started to come through in the final act, which I understood that it wasn't just like a Jekyll and Hyde story. Uh, But it again it just suffered from way too much build up and they needed more time in the middle. And in the end to really bring that conclusion together, I feel like with just their idea here, this could have been a movie like it, it needed movie length to really flesh out and explain everything that was going on.
2: Yes, I agree
0: yeah the two universe thing and and the the going back and forth and and uh I, the the effect of it in the beginning was <laughs> was not great and like I feel like if it, if it was like movie length then it would have been a lot better so but yeah I, I agree with you 100 percent it's like a five or a six for me on a scale of ten and uh now we're gonna go to Paul paul what would you think about that
1: all right um just like the last episode which you guys didn't get to hear my opinion on I actually like this episode like I think we're on a trend of episodes I like like the concept of this episode was so amazing and original of an idea I think about when it came out in my head a lot because i'm i- kinda, I'm a writer, so I kind of write a lot and uh what an original, cool way of doing something at that time you got to think about this it, sixty seven like sixty seven they they had they were doing space things and and whatever like that, and there were always these really big ideas out there, but the idea that like you know the idea of all this scientific stuff being put in there, the issue was it didn't explain it well. So, like, I thought the idea was amazing. I thought, oh, this, this episode was really, really cool. And the concept really, really cool. But every time I kept, I found myself saying, huh? And then going back and going back to hear, hear them uh, talk, say it again. So, I try to understand. I kept saying, huh? And then hear it again, like, huh? And trying to think, like, what are they trying to do. Oh, okay, they mean this. So, I found myself, like, almost, like, kind of, like, learning, trying to understand the dialogue at the same time. And I found that kind of uh, annoying in a way. At the same time, like, I real like this episode because I, I give this show so much a pass for things that I wouldn't give other shows for a pass due to uh, the age of the show and when it came out more than anything. So, like I said, I think they got really big concepts. I, I like everything about this episode. I think it was good. And I'm hoping that in the future we have uh, more, con- like, more really big concepts of, like, I thought it was going to be godlike power the whole time. And yeah. all of a sudden, it changed on me to something I thought, like, "Oh, I never even considered that being an idea or a reference." That's interesting, you know. Like, I never even thought about that. Which is what the show happens to do a lot, come up with these really good, uh, big ideas that just I really cool to me. I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I had a lot of fun with this episode. And you know, I would I love have more.
0: All right. Well, with that said, uh, we are moving on next week to season one, episode twenty-eight, "The City on the Edge of Forever." And I have heard a lot of great things about this, and it's up there with one of those like you absolutely have to see this like it's a quintessential uh star trek episode, so i'm I'm pretty pumped for that one, Paul, do you have a, a description on that one for us? uh the sentence is so small for this one. it's gonna be great uh it says Kurt and Spock
1: go back in time to save McCoy well fuck yeah i'm I'm already I'm all into that, dude,
0: yeah, I'm thinking good yeah, I'm, so. I'm all into that, yeah
1: that's literally the whole quote of the whole thing so uh synopsis though so, um, you know that f- explains it all right there there's not really a lot to talk about you
0: know since you didn't get there for the end of it last week we didn't get a uh, an end like a synopsis for the for this episode so i had no fucking clue what was going to go on like of what we were heading into this week
1: yeah this one said uh kurt and spock encounter a mysterious alien named Lazarus, who claims to be hunting a ruthless maniacal creature
0: Okay, you know what? Having heard that one, I would have been dis like more disappointed in what we got because that's not at all. I mean, it is, but like at the same time, it's like, Yeah. It's, it's it, sound, it, it sounds it's a little imagining. misleading. Kind of went wild. It's a little it, misleading. Yeah, you might, yeah. So okay, well, uh, that's gonna be it for us this time, everybody. Uh, as always, Twitter at WWST underscore podcast, Gmail WWSTpod at gmail.com. And we are wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And if you guys can do us a favor, uh, it costs you absolutely nothing to just give us a rating. You don't even have to leave a comment. Just If if you can rate on the app that you use to listen to us, we would really appreciate that. It just kind of helps us with, you know, getting out there a little bit more. And, and plus, we like to see ratings, good or bad. So. Uh,
1: yeah, well, like to see what, what we're doing wrong, see if we can do better. Now that my microphone situation is uh, better, maybe people won't complain about that. Nobody has, though, but... So in general, if you if you made it this far with us, with my microphone better than it was before, then we know you all like us. So we love to hear you guys. Uh, you know something, share with us.
0: Yep, be our friend. And we have Talk to us. we have like two more episodes left in this season. So I'm looking forward to to seeing what's going on there. But uh, mm-hmm. as always, thank you guys for listening, and uh, I'll catch you on the next one.
1: Later,
2: later.